What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay. And on the other side of the line is that lovely voice you're getting used to hearing from the Murray High Tigers, Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, how's it going? Uh, John, it's a beautiful day. It's a little cool here on on my end, and uh, but it's a beautiful day. And, you know, the Braves now just one game out of first place. Yep. Uh, and it's getting tight. It's getting close. And and uh, you can feel the tension right now. Definitely. Um, like we were talking earlier, it's you said it was forty one or forty two there. It's when I got up this morning, it was fifty one here. So, huh? Yeah, it's been um, the uh, you know last week we started last week off. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday it was in a, it was a hundred. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and and the, so and then at the end of the week it just got all of a sudden it got really cool and so now uh this morning i was you know you said you get up and i was up this morning at at five on on my bike and uh so when i took the dog out i was like okay maybe me need a jacket i still wore shorts but i need a jacket oh, yeah. out so and yes i needed a jacket so but you know in, in my younger days in my younger stupid days um, I would have gone out and I'd have run and I'd have been in shorts and a t-shirt. So, uh, you know, it's just been one of those things. So. I walked, I walked out there and I was like in a shorts and a tank top and I was like, Oh, it's cold y'all. Yeah, yeah it, it was, it was, it's a, it, look, it's a beautiful morning, oh. uh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's all of a sudden gotten, gotten cool. <laughs> so but I'm not going to complain though. I'm going to start off this podcast with some news that's not Braves, but I'm sure everybody's uh, okay with hearing this. He got there. Albert did it. Yes, he did. Um, you know, it's funny because we were, um, um, Hack and I, my, my partner that works with me on, um, on, on football games, he's a Cardinal fan, which I have to apologize for him. But um, anyway... <laughs> Um, so we were on our way home uh, from the football game on Friday night. We were coming home from Hopkins, Hopkinsville, and and uh, she got in the car. I, I stopped to get something to drink because I've had a little bit of sore throat, and so so stopped to get something to drink on the way home. And we stopped just right outside of the Stadium of Champions there, and uh, got back in the car. And so we were talking, he, and knew that he had gotten six ninety nine. And so I thought, you know what, let's turn it on. So I turned it on radio, and I, I just happened to get the Cardinal call of it, uh, which was John Rooney and I think uh, Dan McLaughlin, who does TV, uh, was also working that night because Apple TV was carrying the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so turned it on, and they needed a couple guys to get on to get Pujols at bat. And right. those couple guys got on, and then Pujols came up to bat, and we heard the him, him hit the 700 home run. So, nice. uh, you know, it was it was nice. Uh, you know, I've been trying to watch along the way for Aaron Judge whenever he gets up to hit number 61, but haven't found you know haven't haven't been able to 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 watch him do it yet. But yeah, a great honor for a, a great you know ambassador of the game of baseball. Just a, a all around a great human being. Um, you know, you, you're not going to find anything about Albert Pujols. Uh, that is not, you know, nice and kind, anything like that. Uh, you know, you see pictures of him giving his jerseys away, uh, you know, things like that. So what I'm I'm deeply disappointed in is the person that just decided they were going to keep the 700th ball. Um, oh, wow. So, 
I, I'm disappointed in that. Uh, I was kind of hoping that, you know, that person would give it up. You know, you're going to get uh, a lot of merchandise anyway to begin with. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the person that gave up the 60th home run to Aaron Judd, he immediately said, no, I'm giving it back. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, you know, take this from, from him. And, you know, he got other things, uh, an autograph bat, a couple of baseballs, you know, some other things. Um, so, you know, I, that's what I'm disappointed in, in that person. That person got up and immediately left, I think, with the ball. So, so hopefully, um, oh my you know, hopefully they'll get it back, but it doesn't look like that they're going to get it back. That's what I'm disappointed in. But, you know, a great, a great job and a great, a great player. At that, that, Kind of, that breaks that kind of breaks my heart for Albert because that well it does yeah <laughs> it does and I know fans are fans and look um, you know this baseball is probably worth a lot of money uh, to be honest with you right you're probably him, looking at a to him it's yeah. worth a lot more than just money well yeah absolutely um, you know baseball is probably worth uh, half a million dollars, mm -hmm. uh, somewhere in there, uh, maybe even more. Uh, I think as they went along, the baseballs were were, were more and more. Uh, so and it may be even worth a million dollars. Um, so you know, those are those are the things that people are going to try to capitalize on. You know, and I'm I'm not into capitalizing on things like that. You know, when when I, I told this story before, you know, when when Dale Earnhardt Sr. passed away at Daytona back in 2000. Uh, what was that? Uh, 2001. Right. Um, I had a bunch of memorabilia. Guess what? I still have a bunch of memorabilia nah. because I wasn't going to give it up. You know, I didn't want to sell it. I could have sold it, John. And you wouldn't believe, you know, for a diecast car um, that that was, um, you know, a couple different sizes that you had. But but the size that everybody, you know, the bigger size car right. uh, that you could put in a collector's case, 143 scale or something, I think that's what it is. I'm not good with math, by the way. So, um, <laughs> so um, you know, a, a die-cast car that cost me 50 bucks, and I had a bunch of them, by the way. So my <laughs> wife was probably thinking, um, you know, no. Uh, it's, and I've put them up since then, by the way. I've, I've, I've uh, maybe kept out a couple or something. But for a die-cast car that cost me 50 bucks, okay, um, it was probably upwards of 400 to $500, maybe depending on what you had, maybe even a thousand dollars. So to be honest with you, probably could have sold the whole collection and made triple the money of what I spent on it. Right. Okay. So, and I didn't, I, I wouldn't, I, I wasn't interested in getting rid of it. No, you know, I, there was, there was no way I was going to go and get rid of it. So that's kind of the disappointing thing about this is, is there's a monetary value placed on it for this fan. But for Albert Pujols, you know, there's a sentimental value to it uh, oh, yeah. that 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 I wish that you know for he would get it back so that he can put it in his, uh, you know, his case, his whatever it is, you know, it, it maybe it goes in the Hall of Fame, uh, whatever. Uh, you, you wish that you could do that, and and uh, you know, fans, you know, the one that um, you know when I think it was a Tom Brady's 400 football or whatever it was touchdown mm -hmm. ball that. That, that uh, Mike, maybe I think it's Mike, it was threw into the stands. You know, they got it back, uh, and the fan gave it back, and he got a bunch of stuff to go with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, um, you know, if if I catch a ball, um, and it's and it's important, I'm giving it back. Oh yeah. You know what I would I, I would want. Um, you know, yeah. Would I would I want a um, an autograph? Would I want a chance to meet him? 
one chance to meet him and a jer- I take a jersey uh, and an autograph. You know, that's it. That's all I want. Right. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to go out and and I don't need season tickets. I don't need none of that. You know, I I, I just want to be able to meet the guy and hand him the ball and say, hey, it was a pleasure. Whatever, whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Dell Earnhardt, do you know who he was a big fan of? He's a big fan of the Braves. Did you know who he would take hunting with him? Um, trying to think back that, uh, no, who was it? Him and Ned Yost would go hunting together. Yes. Yeah. Um, ironically enough, uh, Senior was a big fan of the Braves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also a big fan of the Cowboys. Oh, so, okay. uh, if I, re- if I recall correctly, so we, we had those same, you know, values, but the fact that he was a big fan of the Braves, I loved, uh, you know, because, um, you know, he um, he he would have loved a guy like um, a guy like uh, Ryan Klesko, uh mm. would have been a guy that, you know, that Dale Earnhardt Sr. would have loved. I have a friend of mine, uh, a doctor friend of mine who um, who I, I call on. I'm an outside salesman that works for an office products company. And so uh, a doctor friend I call of and he and Ryan Klesko struck up a relationship back many, many years ago. Oh, wow. Um, and so they go hunting, and they talk, and they do other things. And there was one other player I can't remember. He used to he played for the Braves uh, a couple of times, uh, reliever, um, and and they had a, a relationship. So yeah, so um, he even had Ryan Klesko come and speak to our base to Murray House baseball team. Oh uh, wow! One 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 year uh, they were um, uh, out hitting at a, a, a facility, um, and and so he went out there. And and actually got them, um, you know, you know, took them through some hitting drills and things like that. So yeah, it's kind of a neat little thing. But uh, but yeah, he would have loved a guy like Ryan Klesko, you know, and uh, because he was a, I think, a hunting guy too. So oh yeah, that's oh, I bet yeah. that had to be a thrill for the Murray High guys. Well, it was. I think you know, of course, my kid knew who he was because <laughs> being a Braves fan. Uh, so you know, my kid knew it. You know, some of these other kids probably didn't know maybe who this guy was um, uh, just because, uh, you know, a lot of these kids born in 2004, uh, 2003, 2002. So Klesko's prime was in the mid-90s. So, you know, you're looking at a guy that that is, you know, had just had been retired for a few years and, and, uh, you know, they they just didn't know this guy. Um, But... Uh, he still, you know, resonated with my kid because I you know, tell him stories of Ryan Klesko and, right. and uh, you know, the, the talent that Ryan Klesko was coming up. You know, that Klesko was kind of like the Freddie Freeman, you know, the kind of the Ronald Acuna, uh, you know, was a, a big star in the minors, and he was the next best thing. He was the next big thing, you know. He was going to be the next first baseman. Well, you know, unfortunately during those times, you know, the Braves had signed Andres Galarraga, uh, other other folks, and they moved him to the outfield. Uh, and so uh, – and he was okay in the outfield, but that bat was the thing that they, you know, wanted to keep in there. And, and it turned out he was he was, he was was okay. You know, he, he wasn't, you know, a, a tremendously great, uh, you know, thing, but he, he, was, he was still good in his prime. Uh, you know, he could still hit the ball. So uh, – but, yeah, it – you know, those guys were probably thinking, 
you know, who's this guy? I don't know much about this guy. You know, well, Google him and you'll find him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's one thing I really want to talk about, but I guess we got to wait to uh, get to that. Ah, yeah, I wonder what it is. Uh, <laughs> I know what it is. That's correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there's two things, but one big thing. Well, yeah. Do we have? I guess we can start off the sh- the Braves talk with a little bit of a uh, sad news. Um, Old Rizzy um got shelled again. Yes, did he not? And and here's you know, and and my sad part about this whole thing is is the fact that he's scheduled to go tomorrow too. Uh, you know, scheduled to go on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and and I know. Uh, and and we'll talk about this too. But Kyle Muller's going tonight. Uh, okay. so um, and they they. Pardon? I'm excited about that. Yeah, and they had waited and waited and waited to make that announcement as far as who's going tonight. But uh, as you can see, you know, it's kind of the game of chess going on right now uh, with um, with uh, Schnitt because he's setting it up for the match series. Uh, right. You know, but he's also having a deal with the fact that Spencer Strider is not going to be able to go in his normal spot. Right. Uh, so – you got a guy like who I know we're going to talk about, you know, coming up. You got a guy like Bryce Elder filling in, who's done a fantastic job. We'll talk about that in a minute, though. But now you got Kyle Muller who's got a chance to come in and pitch uh, as well. But he's setting it up, and so he doesn't really have much of a choice to go back with Oda Rizzi because your, you know, your Mets series is going to have, um, if I remember the rotation correctly, since it has changed. But Freed, Morton, and Wright are going to be your top three guys going on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so right. those are your guys. Now, if it continues on like it is, depending on how the Braves do, um, you know, if they're out of the, quote, um, running for that top spot in the East, then you could see that pitching matchup set up again so that you go on that weekend that you have to play the wild card you're going to go back with Freed, Morton, and Wright. Uh, so, you know, so Smith's kind of, you know, not able to get his guys much rest. But if he can use guys like Muller and Elder to give some of these guys an extra day off, plus you're going to get that extra day off because they're off on Thursday as well. So, you know, your hope is that you can go back to Odorizzi. And the problem with going back to Odorizzi is the fact that he has not gotten out of the fifth inning in his last three starts. Um, You know, he pitched uh, four, uh, I think four and a third, maybe four and two thirds. So he has not gotten out of the fifth inning. And that's the disappointing part. You know, he only pitched four innings on Friday night and he got shelled for eight runs, Mm -hmm. Uh, three ball, three walks and six strikeouts. So, you know, they were, he was throwing, uh, you know, beach balls up there and they were hitting it. Uh, so uh, he's. Due, by the way, though, he is due to have a good game. Okay, uh, and if you got to pick one of them, I will take tomorrow or take Wednesday with the Nats. But he's due to have a good game, and hopefully that'll happen. And then he won't pitch probably again for another week, if that. To be honest with you, uh, so I guess we'll see what the matchups are uh, and see where we're at after that Mets series. What do you think of bringing Ian Anderson up? Well, you know what? I was thinking of that, too. And I, I they waited around to make that announcement as far as who was going to be pitching. And I seriously thought that they might bring Ian Anderson back up. 
Um, I don't have a problem with that just because he has experience out there. And, and a guy like Mueller, um, you know, has, has been up and down, up and down, up and down. You know, if you look back at a guy like Brock Felder, you know, you're starting to see him put together uh, starts, uh, multiple starts that are multiple good starts. And, again, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Oh, yeah. uh, but multiple, multiple, multiple good starts. Mm-hmm. So you can start to see a little bit of a pattern. Uh, but um, a guy like Mueller and Elder, you know, you got some fresh arms. And so maybe that's, you know, maybe that's kind of what they're thinking. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, so, 9-1, to one, Phillies crushed the Braves on Friday night. Um, uh, well, I mean, what else can you say? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, well, we just didn't hit the ball. Right. Um, uh, you know, uh, just didn't hit it. Um, and so, I, you know, what else can you say? Uh, we've just been struggling – you know, hitting the ball, and, um, you know, we only had one, two, three, four, five, six hits on the night. Right. Uh, and that's it. Uh, so, just didn't get any big hits. I think got runners on, just couldn't get anybody home. And the Phillies, you know, that fourth inning, they get – they that second and fourth inning, they get four and four, uh, you know, and the game's, you know, over and over enough that uh, even Orlando Arcia pitched in the in the ninth or whatever it is in the ninth, I guess. And I heard um, he pitched really well. Yeah, he did. He got a did have a walk, but he he got out. So you know, not nine to one. Usually, you don't see a guy come in like that. You know, if it's twelve to one or it's fifteen to one, you're going to see him in. But um, you know, your bullpen's kind of been taxed already just because Odorizzi only went four innings. So you know, Matic pitched two innings. Uh, but he walked four guys, which is highly unusual uh, for him. And then Stevens pitched an inning, and then Orlando Arcia came in and pitched an inning. So, right. uh, you know, not a bad night at the office for uh, Mr. Arcia there to get uh, to get that. Did you actually? I know you were calling football, but did you actually see him pitch? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. I was no, we were we were in, we were on our way home, and um, and well, no, actually, we weren't on our way home. It actually, the game got finished before we um, before we finished. Okay. Uh, so I just knew that he had he had pitched. So, uh, but appeared to be pretty good. Nice. Appeared to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, who scored the? Now I can't remember because I was paying attention to um, high school football. Sorry, Braves fans. High school football. That's all right. High school football. Grossman. Grossman. Grossman's the one that scored um the uh, or, or got the RBI I should say okay uh Rosario's the one who scored but Grossman's the one who got the RBI so that's it is it safe to say to give him the player of the game yeah I would say one for one not bad you know Austin Riley had a couple of hits but uh yeah you know he got the he got the lone run on the board with an RBI so yeah absolutely you can put it on the board sorry that's right <laughs> yes <laughs> Um. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Joe. Who says she gone? I don't even know. Um, you know, it was uh, you. You said that about you can put it on the board. That was what um, Hawk, Hawk Harrelson. Harrelson. Yeah. Is it uh, Hawk say, Harrelson? Does he say that? Uh, I don't even know. She gone. Yeah, that's okay. funny though. I like that. <laughs> I that too, I can't. It's driving me crazy. I've been trying to think of that for the last week. <laughs> I was like, Who is that? You'll think Sorry. of it in the middle of the night. 
Yeah, at three o'clock. You know, I'm just laying yeah. Away. Yeah. Yep, that's right. I'll text you at three o'clock in the morning. You're like, why is somebody texting me at two o'clock in the morning? That's right. That's right. That's all right. You can text me. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys, <laughs> for the stuff. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Saturday night, um, and um, I look into my life. I actually watched this on Sunday morning. But um, Braves win six to three behind Charlie Morton. Um, he only allowed two runs, I believe. No. Yes. This was Morton. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's, you know, no, Kyle actually, Wright. Kyle, sorry. Kyle Wright. Yeah, sorry, it's Kyle Wright. Kyle yeah, that's Wright. all right. Yeah, Kyle uh, Wright picked up uh, win number twenty. Yes, he um, did. Pitched five and a third. Uh, he did give up two earned runs. Two hits, two walks, and six strikeouts, and the uh, bullpen uh, finished the job. McHugh, uh, two-thirds of an inning. Iglesias, two-thirds. Mentor went an inning and a third. And then uh, Jansen came in and finished it up with the with with the save. But, you know, hit the ball. Uh, you know, fortunately, um, um, it was um, a, different, a different defensive structure on Saturday. Matt Olson got the day off. Austin Riley played first base. Uh, you know, Arcia being back has certainly helped. Uh, you know, that way you can give guys like Matt Olson, who really desperately needs that day off. Yeah, he does. Um, you know, Acuna spent the whole weekend off, as a matter of fact, uh, just because of that back tightness. Did pinch hit, uh, did, you know, did play into um, the win on Sunday, but, uh, you know, didn't, didn't play, uh, didn't play much. Uh, so the lineup was a little different, and it definitely was a lot different, uh, you know, on Saturday because Dandry's still leading off, but Contreras batted second, and then Riley, Darno, and Ozuna, uh, and then um, Harris, Grissom, and uh, Arcia and Grossman. Uh, so uh, then, you know, you had all the defensive shifts. You know, Olsen did come in and play defense there at the end, um, and Riley went back to third. Uh, so – yeah, you had a lot of defense, that, you know, and, and then Heredia came in. So, you know, you can put guys like that back in. Uh, but, but yeah, giving Olsen a day off certainly helped. And, um, you know, it, it was, you know, some big bats. Harris had three hits, a couple of RBIs. Contreras had three hits, a couple of RBIs. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it, it was a, it, you know, good enough game. We got by. We did commit two errors, but, uh, you know, six hits, or, or excuse me, six runs, and we, you know, 14 hits. Uh, so that was good. And the Phillies only got three runs on three hits, uh, scoring theirs late, late in the, uh, in the ball game. So Kyle Wright picks up his 20th win of the season. He's 20 and five. All right. Who was the last first bright, the last brave to get 20 wins? Oh, wow. Who's the last brave to get 20 wins? Hmm. Um, we know naturally what I would, gravitate back to would be one of those you know uh Smoltz, Glavin, and Maddox um It'd be close so, correct and, and okay so I'll, so none of those three right nope um wow who's the um oh gosh what okay so tell me all right so how old is your son he is 18 so he was born in 2004 right Yes, uh-huh, yes. The year before that. <clears throat> 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. Who was it? 
Russ Ortiz. Oh, really? Yes. <clears throat> wow. I would have never guessed that. Um, there's also <clears throat> a milestone in this, in this series, but we'll get to that in the next game, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Kyle Wright picking up 20, and um, <clears throat> again, who would have thought Kyle Wright picking up number 20? Um, no, you know, I that was a, that last year. Um, uh, I would have never, uh, never thought that. Um, so, um, you know, I, I saw him pitch his first game. We, we saw the, um, we saw him pitch, um, <laughs> you know, game number, his game number one. And that was, you know, when the, they got the rings that night and he pitched fantastic. Right. Uh, so to say that, um, you know, from that point on, what he was going to be able to do, uh, you know, it, it, it's been great because he's had those those doldrums where, you know, he got to that 15-win mark and he kind of struggled a little bit, but was getting the wins, but just kind of struggled. Had a couple of couple of games where he just really got pounded, but then he's come back. So, um, you know, those are those are the things you're going to go through, and he, you know, he's probably going to get one more. I gave he'll get one more start. Right. Um, I suspect, depending on how how it's going to go, he's going to start a game against the Mets, and then after that, depending on where we're at, uh, you know, if we're out of it, then I doubt he starts anymore. Uh, if we're still in it uh, and we're you know on top, then he might might. Well, no, he won't because there's only one more series left after right. that, so he won't. You know, he only get one more start basically uh, before the season's over. Right. Uh, so. But you know, twenty wins. What I mean, what a what a year! I didn't think he would get there. I thought Gonsolin would get there first. You know, they were kind of battling it he out. Hurt, didn't he? he did, and and had a pitch. They thought he was going to be a couple of games, a couple of uh, series, maybe. But I'm not sure he's come back. So, uh, you know, from a Dodger standpoint, that worries me a little bit pitching wise because mm-hmm. I think the postseason is built more around pitching than anything. Right. Um, so. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, but uh, 20 wins. I mean, um, and he got run support. That helps. And and uh, so he went out and did his job. So who stood out to you offensively from this game? Who do you think had a great game offensively? Offensively? Um, boy, you could point to two places. You could point to Contreras and Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's give it to Contreras. But I would go 1B. With Kyle Wright, just because he won his twentieth game. That I was thinking that because I was going to go pitching. Or number one A would be pitching. One B would be yeah, offensive. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Um. And and then on to the heart the um the heart pounding Sunday game, right? I I texted you on Sunday. It's like and I was like, is your blood pressure up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I um. I was uh, working a show at, at uh, Playhouse, uh, the local theater we have here. So uh, I was watching it on the app. And, of course, I was texting you because I was disappointed because I thought, oh, man. And I knew already we weren't going to get any help from the from the A's with the Mets because they right. were winning pretty big. And so I was just disappointed that, you know, um, we – you know, it went back and forth. You know, Braves scored a run in the in, – uh, what in the second i think right uh philly scored a run in third you know we scored two runs in the fourth the phillies came back and scored two runs in the fifth and so i was like oh no you know we're gonna be 
and, and you know, we're in trouble. And then we got up. Um, and so I was thinking, okay, um, you know, what, what's going on? So uh, we're going to hang on to this thing. And then it got into a rain delay and then we lost the lead. Uh, you know, then the Phillies came back and, and, and got up and, and uh, so, but we got that one, you know, important run there in the eighth inning, mm-hmm. uh, which got us back tied again. And so then, you know, in the 11th, you know, the thing about the 11th, and this is what, this is what gets me, well, the 10th, you know, we went to 10th and we didn't score. Okay, I get it. So um, we went the, the uh, 11th and, you know, we're hitting guys. We had a guy at second base and, and we hit him to third. And I'm thinking, okay, that's great. We got it, got us a fly ball, whatever. And then <clears throat> got him to third. And then I believe Acuna came up and got the hit that got him in. And then we ended up getting another run in. So, you know, the ABCs of baseball, you get a guy at second base with no out, you get a long fly ball that gets him to third and then somebody gets a hit and hits him in. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's the thing. I, I think I can always score me a one run at least in extra innings just because I'm going to move the guy around and put me in a position. Well, we moved him around, then got a hit, then got another run. So, so yeah, it was it was huge. Uh, you know, huge, huge, huge. The only thing is, you know, your bullpen, a uh, little taxed, you know, because yeah. of uh, how many they had, had to pitch. You know, Chavez came in. Uh, you know, because Morton only went four and two-thirds. And the only reason he went four and two-thirds is because he had the rain delay. Right. Um, so, he couldn't finish. Um, so, you know, Chavez came in with an inning and a third. Dylan Lee pitched an inning of three strikeouts, by the way. Uh, Iglesias pitched an inning. Uh, and then Jansen pitched an inning uh, with a walk and a strikeout. And then Jackson Stevens ended up finishing it up with two innings. Right. Uh, looked- so, <clears throat> yeah, so – you know, what a, what a uh, heart-pounding game, but a game that we desperately needed to win. Yes. Uh, and that, again, because um, I've said it all along, we need to stay within striking distance when we get to this series with the Mets. Meaning, you know, the Mets have two games against the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, <clears throat> so we have two games left with the Nationals. And then um, we're done with them for the year. So – Right now, it's one game, uh, and and that's uh, you know due to the win on Monday night and the Mets didn't play. It's one one game is what it is, and that's right. where we got to stay. We got to put the pressure on. And look, if we could go in with a lead, you know that'd be even better. Oh yeah. Um, but right now, it's going to be you know it's not going to be a half a game. It's not going to be a game and a half. It's going to be a, a full game, two games, whatever. So that half a game is right now out of the equation because both teams are off on Thursday which is good and sets up for Friday, you know, everybody can go uh, guns a blade. So I literally, I turned Saturday night's game on to listen to the replay at 11 o'clock in the morning, Sunday, or 10 o'clock <laughs> your time. And yeah. I literally watched, listened to Braves baseball from that time until 7.30 our time Friday night, or Saturday <laughs> So, a full day of Braves baseball. That's great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's, um, you know, I, you know, what a game. That's all I can say. What a game. So, what a game. little bit of fact here. Um, when was the last time two Braves pitchers went over 200 strikeouts in a season? Um, well, 
Um, again, I could point back to Maddox and Glavin, but, uh, you know, maybe even Smoltz, but, um, gosh, I don't know. Tell me. 1886. When? How long? 1886. Wow. As much as I feel like I'm old, I'm not that old. <laughs> I knew yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that's like, hey, that's like, um, which I'm surprised at, by the way. You know, when we're going to talk about Bryce Elder, um, you know, first Braves rookie to pitch a shutout, by the way, uh, but, since 1990. Right. Uh, and I'm very surprised at that, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Did you, uh, do you remember who that is? Yeah, Paul Malik. Okay. Was I, I, who that was? Uh, I, that was that was during a time though, the nine, 1990. Okay, so uh, you're getting things set up for that 1991. Um, run that they had, you know, 91, 90 was the last year of, we are terrible. Uh, we're going to kick it in gear and now we're going to get moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 91, they took off after that. Uh, 91 was, you know, you had Gant and justice and, and those guys, uh, you know, that, you know, that was, that was what they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and Glavin, uh, Glavin, uh, Gant, Justice, uh, that was bringing in Sid Bream and Raphael Belliard. That was the 91 year. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it, you know, it turned things around. So I was kind of surprised because I thought uh, there were plenty of other guys, rookies out there that would have thrown a, a would have thrown a, um, you know, a scoreless game. But anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. We still got to finish this game up. Definitely. Um, so, uh, I would go with Acuna or Harris for player of the game. I'd go with Acuna since we do a Harris a lot. Because he yeah. A lot. Yeah, well, when when we needed, he stepped up for sure. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, that, that that was big. You know, Dansby was three for six. Um, you know, uh, it, Harris continues just doing some, um, you know, if he hasn't solidified that rookie of the year yet, um, I don't know what well, else is going to do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else he can do. Um, so I, I think he's going to win that hands down. Uh, so you know, everybody playing together collectively. Um, you know, it's 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 good. You know, this is what you have to do at the end of the year uh, to be able to win games, win close games, win tight games. Because this is what the postseason is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so you gotta you, you gotta you got to win tight games, and this was a tight game. And you may go back in the, you know, if we end up winning uh, the division or ended up winning whatever, whatever, you may go back and you may think that was a turning point game right there. Yep. Uh, because we could have just said we're done. We're going to be two and a half games out. Um, and so we decided let's get it in gear. And, and again, you not only now with only one game out because – you know, we move into Monday's game and we win and the Mets don't play, you not only put the pressure on the Mets now, but you really put the pressure on them because you're one game out. And this Marlins series for them is going to be ever so important uh, because they want to certainly be still in the lead when this series starts with the Braves so that they can play around with games and they can potentially lose a game uh, and still be okay. 
Right. Uh, but if you go in without that lead and you don't have any room to play with, boy, the pressure's on. Uh, yep. Pressure's on big time. So the Braves split the series with the Phillies. Standout would be, you know, Acuna, like Harris. Yeah. So we move on to Monday. And this yes. is exciting. Bryce yeah. Hope, yep. The Texas Longhorn himself. Nine innings. Yeah. No runs. Six hits. Only one walk. Six strikeouts. So if if so, we always name a player of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to be hard in this account, by the way. No. Uh, because I think he he gets it hands down. Right. Um, but what a game! I, I was watching it. Uh, I was watching more of it on the app than I did anything. Uh, had some things going on last night, and um, so I keep watching. And of course, we're we're winning already when I popped on. And and the game was moving along quickly. Yeah, it did. Um, uh, you know, it was in the fourth inning when I popped on, and we're and we're winning already. And so I noticed Elder in the fourth inning had only thrown like thirty pitches. Wow. Um, and so I was thinking, boy, these guys are going up there swinging, or he's doing, you know, kind of what Kyle Wright did, um, you know, several games ago. He's pitching to contact, mm. and he's just throwing it up there and saying, "Okay, guys, hit it." My guys are going to catch him. Right. And, you know, he got in trouble one time, got the bases loaded. And, uh, you know, I think they had a line out to third base to Austin Riley. And the guy at second, he picked him off at second base. Nice. Um, Austin Riley made a great defensive stop at third base at one point uh, where, um, you know, he went to the third base, to the foul foul side of third base and, and made a, a jumping throw over to Olsen. And Olsen had to make a scoop. One of which bounced, yeah, bounced ben way was, out in front of him. Yeah. Ben was excited. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was a great night. But he threw only, I think, 106 pitches in a nine-inning game. And really what got him was that inning that he got the bases loaded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so that's really what got him. But, boy, I, did, I didn't – and I didn't see all the other pitch counts. But if I bet you were to look at the pitch count um, – you know, 106 innings in a nine-inning game. Um, I bet he was in that eight-nine range, uh, several innings. It sounds um, like because that's an average. So, of a little, that's average, almost 12 pitches per inning. Yeah. So, so he's and and I'm I'm pretty sure. And again, in that inning that he he had the bases loaded, uh, and of course we're winning big by then anyway to begin with. So you know, it it wouldn't have mattered if he scored a couple of runs. I think it was the fifth or the sixth inning. I can't remember. Um, so, you know, we're still winning big, but but he goes out there, and again, is this start number four that's been very good for him? Yes, um, four in a row. So, yeah, so, you know, fresh arm, uh, fresh attitude, and he's carrying the, the bearded one is carrying the attitude for <laughs> sure out there, uh, and, and he's just going up there pitching, uh, you know. And, and, in... 27 and two-thirds innings? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what this also is? This is audition for next year, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, as much as I want to get Soroka back, um, you know, he's still got a little bit of an arm issue right now himself. Right. Uh, so that's why he's shut down for the rest of the year. You know, it, what are we going to do with Charlie Morton? Um, you know, he's he's done for this 
you know, his contract's up. So what are we going to do with Charlie Morton? Mm -hmm. uh, are we going to re-sign him? You know, honestly, we don't need to re-sign him uh, just simply because, um, you know, we've got four guys if Soroka comes back. But but now you're looking at Bryce Elder, and, and this is a – and this is a tryout for next year. Right. Um, and now we're talking four in a row, and he's essentially probably going to himself get one more start. I hope um, so. And, it, and that could be a huge start. You know, these games are not uh, lightweight starts we're talking about. No. These are huge starts. And if Spencer Strider doesn't come back, which, look, if he doesn't come back, um, you know, I, I thought he was on an inning count anyway to begin with. Uh, so – um, you know, them shutting him down the rest of the year, I'm not surprised. But if he doesn't come back and doesn't have the chance to come back, uh, you know, a guy like Bryce Elder could definitely be used in the postseason. Right. Um, you know, a guy like Bryce Elder could fill that four spot. And then you wouldn't have to use Jake Odorizzi. Most of the time, you're only going to find probably a, a, a four-man four rotation. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of teams try to do it with three, and that hurts. Uh, but when you got four guys that can go out there and pitch, you know, Kyle Wright got a start in the World Series last year. Look what you got out of him this year. Right. Before he wins. So, I mean, you know, that, that's kind of what we're looking for right there. And Bryce Elder, he just he just may have picked himself into the rotation for next year with that, ah. that game he had last uh, Monday night with nine innings. Uh, and I'm pretty sure is, is he – the only one this year that's got a complete game? Um, I'm racking my well, you're gonna. I know. You're going to have to go back and think about it. Max Freed maybe have one, but I bet he's the only guy that's got a complete game this year. Spencer Strider came close, I think. Yeah. But... He went eight. I believe he went okay. eight. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Max yeah. might have got one, but I, I'm pretty sure uh, Elder's the only one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the only one that's got um, that that's got a, a complete game this year, if you can believe that. Oh wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was the last game. Um, well, let's go. All right, we know who stood out overall, but who who uh, stood out to you offensively? Who had a great game offensively this game? Um, well, we don't give it to him too much. Uh, just because I've I've been on him all year, but Ozuna had a good game: two hits, uh, two runs, two RBIs. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and, and Matt Olson had a homer as well. He had three RBIs, but I don't give it to him too much. So um, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Ozuna. You know, the ironic thing is too: Austin Riley um, only won at bat. He walked twice and scored twice. Huh. So. Um, well, you know, it was the middle to the bottom part of the order uh, that that did the job. So, uh, so yeah, you know, a great game all around. But that elder guy, you know, you 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 can't complain with the player of the game for him since no. he um, he deserved it. Arcia got a home run too, didn't he? Two runs. He shot? did. Yep. Yep. He did. Two uh, RBIs on the night for him too. Uh, I mean, he's just doing it all lately, isn't he? Well, he's you know. He, he was having a good year before he got hurt. Yeah, he was. Um, and so he's a guy, again, um, you know, you may see him, depending on where we are in the next, uh, after we finish the Mets series, you may see him play that third base position and Austin Riley play first, mm -hmm. or Austin Riley get the day off 
and Arcia play there. So, you know, we've got some, uh, certainly got some possibilities. Um, or if you, you know, want to give one of the DH guys a rest and you, you DH Arcia uh, and let him, him play. And I believe, if I recall correctly, Arcia's played the outfield too. He can't. Um, he played left. So if you want to give, uh, you know, the, you know, keep Arcia in the lineup and keep everybody else, and, and Ozuna's not playing that day, and you give Arcia the chance with Rosario in there. So, you know, uh, you know, a lot of things can, can happen with Arcia being back. And it's a big bat, too. It's not a small bat. It's a, right. a good-sized bat in there. So, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good weapon to have. So, Tuesday night, uh, Kyle Muller goes. He gets a start. He pitched well his last start, so looking for another good start out of him. And then – Yep. Uh, Wednesday evening, uh, the final game of the series for the Nationals. Uh, Jake Gutierrez pitches against uh, yep. Josiah Gray. I, I yeah. can't remember who the Nationals are throwing tonight. I, um, es, uh, Espino. Oh, Paolo Espino. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's he that's did, who they're throwing against the Braves last time. He he, he did pretty good last time, but the yeah. did get to oh him. yeah. Yeah, well, you know, again, you point, you know, of course the Nationals are out of it. Um, and so, you know, they're playing for, for next year. Think have some talent, you know, figure out their pitching staff. Strasburg's probably done. So, you know, they, they have some talent. Um, and and certainly a lot of their guys are are um, trying out for next year as well. Right. You know, because they want to be in there. Uh, but, you know, we finished that series with the Phillies. Uh, and again, did well against the Phillies, but they also showed a little bit of how dangerous that they can be. Yes, they um, You know, Schwarber and Harper. You know, those guys up top with Ria Muto. Uh, you know, you know, next year, you know, they're they're trying to make the bases wider. Uh, you know, pitchers can't throw over to first as much. You know, next year, Ria Muto is going to show how how valuable he is. You know, mm-hmm. if we are really truly wanting to get the stolen bases. Up and going, Riemuto's got the best arm in the league. Yeah, he does. And and you know gets rid of it quick. There's there's a uh, there's an arm in the American League that I'm high on. Yes. I think we and, know who that is. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes, we do. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so Riemuto's got a good arm. Yes. So he next does. year, I think you're going to see how valuable uh, JT Riemuto is. Yes. Behind the plate. Uh, so, and, and, but that's next year, you know, but, uh, hopefully we, um, I, and who knows, I, I get the feeling we're going to be on another collision course with the Phillies somewhere along the way. I get the feeling that, that we're going to meet, meet them that, again. That, that would be fate probably. Yeah. Uh, I just hope it's in the, um, you know, the divisional series, um, and, and not the first round. Right. The wild card, right? Because <laughs> the wild card is a three, uh, a three, you know, three games. Best That's all it three. is, and it's the best two out of three. So I hope it's not the wild card when we meet them. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Yep. Um. Well, guys, that's about all I had for today's show. You got anything else to add, Jeremy? I don't. Um. Uh, you know, big time. You know, big. Um, you know, big finish, hopefully, and uh, get us ready for this, um, you know, this this Met series coming up this weekend. 
and uh, hopefully we're still either in the lead or we're tied or we're only a game back. Right. Um, so, I, you know, I need to be to where we can add some pressure going into that series over the weekend. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Well, guys, thanks for listening to us ramble for the last 40, 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, we're good at rambling. Yes, we are. We're very good at yes. that. Um, yes. We appreciate you listening to the show. You can find us on any listening platform you choose. Um, you can follow us on social media, on Twitter at I'm at F3 Motley Crew. Um, you can find the show at Ethos Braves. And then Jeremy and I are both on Facebook. I am at John Robert McKay. And I am just a plain old Jeremy Bell. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for listening again. And as always, go Braves. Go Braves.